to the How To Dressage podcast and in this episode we're going to look at how to improve your dressage test accuracy. So even if your horse is still in the early stages of his dressage career, you can easily pick up extra marks by being more accurate whatever level you are riding at. So in this podcast episode, we're going to explain how to improve your accuracy when riding a dressage test, as well as giving you lots of helpful tips and tricks to boost your marks. But firstly, let's discuss why is accuracy important in dressage? Well, dressage tests are designed to test specific elements of a horse's training for the level at which he is working and competing at. For example, if a test has lots of small circles included in the program, then the judge is looking to see that the horse has sufficient suppleness and balance to be obedient to the rider's aids and to negotiate the movements accurately. Now, if the horse is trained and ridden well, then the test can be accurate and meet the requirements of the test. Now, an occasional small loss of accuracy, such as cutting a corner or making a transition slightly late or early to the prescribed marker, is not a big deal. However, if you continue to ride inaccurately through the test, you will be marked down. So this moves on nicely to discuss what does a lack of accuracy tell the dressage judge. So if a trot circle should be 15 metres, and placed at A, but you end up riding an 18 metre circle that's slightly off centre and egg shaped, then that tells the judge that the horse is not sufficiently supple or submissive to your aids to negotiate a circle of the correct size in the correct place. Now the mark that you will receive for an inaccurate movement depends on the difficulty of the exercise and the level of the test. Now in the example that we've just discussed, you will be most likely awarded a mark of a 5 in a novice level test. Now the judge will be able to see whether the inaccuracy is due to your own error, poor riding or the horse's lack of suppleness and balance and the judge will make a comment accordingly. For example, if the horse remains in a good rhythm, shows a uniform bend around the circle and keeps his balance, then the inaccuracy is most likely caused by the rider failing to plan for the exercise and riding it badly. However, if the horse's neck is overbent to the inside of the circle so that he then falls out through his shoulder, producing a poorly shaped circle of the wrong size, then the judge will see that either the horse lacks sufficient suppleness to perform the exercise accurately or the rider's aids were incorrect or poorly applied. So now let's quickly go on to discuss how to ride accurate transitions and for example if you've been asked to ride a transition at B, when does that actually mean you need to ride the transition? So when you ride a transition the moment of change should take place when your body passes the marker. So in the example that we've just discussed if you were asked to make a transition at B you should do so when your body passes the marker. Now often transitions occur either slightly too early or too late and that happens because the rider has failed to prepare for the transition and asked too late or the horse is slow to react to the rider's aids. So now let's move on to discuss errors versus inaccuracy. 
Now, a common inaccuracy that judges see in dressage tests is when a rider overshoots the marker, particularly when riding in a long arena. For example, let's take an exercise where the rider is to show medium trot from R to K on the right rein. However, in the case of a dressage test, the rider leaves the track a few strides after M and arrives at the other side of the arena a couple of strides after V. So the judge is left wondering whether the rider has gone off the wrong marker or if they've merely been inaccurate. Now in cases like that, the rider may be penalised for an error of course, in which case two marks will be deducted from their total score. Now some judges will also give an error of course for other inaccuracies. So if a circle should be 10 metres, but you ride one that's closer to 15 metres, then the judge may ring the bell and stop you, ask you to repeat the 10 metre circle and deduct two marks for an error. Now again, if you are asked to show a trot-walk-trot transition with two to four walk steps in between, but you end up riding six walk steps, then you may be asked to repeat the movement and you may be given an error of course. So now let's talk about how you go about improving your accuracy. Now, although you can't improve your horse's way of going overnight, you can take steps to be more accurate in your test riding. So you need to begin by learning the dimensions of the dressage arena. So learn where each marker is and the distance between them. For example, the arena is 20 metres wide. Therefore, a 10 metre circle or loop must touch the centre line and a 20 metre circle must touch both long sides of the arena. And then next, make sure that you understand the requirements of the test by studying the dressage test sheet and learning the exercises. Now, some people find it helpful to use a piece of paper to draw the test as they would ride it, whereas others prefer to mark out an area on the floor of their living room and walk through the test. Now, once you have a test plan clear in your mind, then you need to practice riding it accurately from the saddle. Now, if you don't have a marked out arena to ride in, then use cones or buckets to indicate where the letters are and mark an arena out using poles on the ground. Now, if you're accustomed to riding randomly during your schooling sessions, then you'll find it quite a bit of a culture shock when you make yourself ride accurately. However, being disciplined at home is crucial if you are to perform accurately in the dressage arena on the competition day. Now a big bonus to all of this is that accuracy improves your horse's way of going. Because if you ride accurate exercises, you can improve your horse's longitudinal and lateral balance. Now when the horse works in a consistent rhythm around a circle, he builds strength and suppleness. Now even basic figures such as long diagonals and 20 meter circles can help to balance the horse. Now, when the figures become more challenging, such as four loop serpentines and 10 metre circles, then the horse has to shift his weight back to enable him to manoeuvre around the exercise. And he must become more supple laterally so that he can follow the required bend. So here's a little test that you can do to test the accuracy of your circles. So a simple way of testing the accuracy of your circles is to count the strides between each point of the circle. So your horse should take the same number of strides in each quarter of the circle. 
Now, if there's a variance, then make sure that the line of the circle is maintained and that the horse's tempo and rhythm are consistent. Okay, so lastly, we're going to share five tips and tricks to help you ride more accurately. So tip number one is don't cut corners. Now, shaving a metre off the arena here and there by allowing your horse to drift in through the corners will leave you less time and space to prepare for the next exercise. And cutting corners also makes your riding look sloppy and unprofessional to the judge. Tip number two is to remember to start and finish circles when your body passes the marker. So when riding a 20 metre circle at the A or the C end of the arena, don't go right into the corners or you risk producing a square or an egg. And make sure that your circle is indeed a circle. Tip number three, when riding at home, use cones to mark out the four points of the circles and ride to them. And that will help you to understand what riding an accurate circle should feel like so that you can replicate that in the arena on test day. Now, ride the accurate circle without using the cones and remember to count the number of strides your horse takes between each point of the circle. Tip number four is that if the test asks you to halt for four seconds, count slowly to make sure that you don't make the halt too brief. Also, if you are asked to walk for two to four steps, then make sure you count the steps. And lastly, tip number five is that too often riders go through the whole test with their head down, seemingly focused on their horse's ears. So look around every circle to make sure that it's the correct size and shape. Now, as your head turns, so does your shoulders, which in turn makes your hips follow suit helping you to turn the horse and bend him around your inside leg. Also, if you look ahead to the next marker, you will find it much easier to plan for upcoming transitions and changes of direction. So to wrap this episode up, an accurately ridden test presents a professional, competent picture to the dressage judge. Now, accuracy also demonstrates that the horse is sufficiently supple and balanced to perform the exercises demanded in the test. Now, if you have any other questions when it comes to this podcast episode, or if you have any other hints and tips that you would like to share with us, then please do so in the comments box at the bottom of the relevant blog post on our website. Alternatively, you can join our training forum, which you can find at howtodressage.com forward slash community. But to make sure that you don't miss out on any of our other free stuff, books, training diaries and competitions, please don't forget to like and follow us on our other social media platforms. Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and Pinterest. We truly appreciate you tuning in today to listen to our podcast and hope that you've got a lot from it. For more, don't forget to check out our articles and other free stuff available on our website, howtodressage.com, and pop by Amazon for our range of equestrian books, planners, and diaries to help you stay on track with your competitions and training. Bye for now.